Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. I can't wait. Let's just do this. Okay. Mark and Neanderthal present the DeBrickashaw Ferguson Barkevious Bingo Award for the best NFL name of the week. Yeah. Now, we should mention that last week's winner was Danny Lee, Jesus Fluker. All the names will be thrown into a 16-man tournament at the end of the season, and somebody's going to win a player's jersey. By the way, it's not Jesus. It's Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Danny Lee, Jesus Fluker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's why. Because I thought it was Jesus, too. And they're like, no, no. It's Jesus. Danny Lee, Jesus. So, let's roll through this week's names. Very well, weird, though, because we had a Thursday night Cardinals game. So I, I, And the Raiders were off this weekend, so I didn't know what games to watch. Well, I used the Cardinals game despite, you know, despite it being Thursday night. I went to the Denver Broncos roster. Okay, then. And I went through it. I could have gone with six-year strong safety Shamarco Thomas. Sure. Shamarco. Shapolo. Shamarco. Or their nose tackle, Domata Pico. Pecco. Pecco. (laughs) That's why I didn't go with him. I didn't know how to say it. Nope. But I decided to settle on this very, very fun name for a guy who may set the record for sacks for a rookie. Okay, then. Rookie defensive end, Bradley Chubb. And he's consonant hogging because I think there's two B's in that. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Chubb, ladies and gentlemen, Bradley Chubb. I love Domata Pecco because he's uh, he's a large, large man with long hair, so I can identify with that okay. a little bit. Um, but I went with uh, the game that was on yesterday. It was very weird to watch uh, the Baltimore Ravens sort of fall apart in the second half. It's a good game. Yeah, it was great. That game. But, uh, but the, the Saints were the first team to score in the second half against that defense all season long, and score they did. So I was looking at their roster, and I thought about the obvious one would be Manti Teo, just because watching his, looking at his jersey, it just looks like somebody forgot to finish it. Yeah, because there's an apostrophe in it. Right, right. They also have a player on their practice squad that I hope gets to play someday, because he's got a name that sounds like a nickname, Boston Scott. Okay. You know, but I went with the most musical of all players in the NFL, Chris Banjo. I saw Chris Banjo. Chris Banjo, yeah. Yes. That was the way I went with it. Okay, so here's the matchup. All right. Chris Banjo versus Bradley Chubb. All right. As always, we need your help, and we'll announce the winner next week. Give us a call at 480-470-KSLX. First five calls, first guy to get to three enters the season-end tournament to see who has the greatest name in the NFL right now. Yeah, it's the Brickashaw Ferguson Barkevious Mingo Award and for the awesome NFL name. 480-470-KSLX. First three out of five takes it between Chris Banjo and Bradley Chubb. time now for some Mark and Neanderthal fake facts. When you add up fake news and alternative facts, then divide by two, you get fake facts. Is this new math? That's old math, brother. All right. I just want to make sure you don't, you're yeah. not going to show your work or anything like that. No. All right. Uh, welcome to it, a Monday edition of Fake Facts. This is where we uh, we basically compile misinformation to try to set you off your day, completely misinformed, and maybe perpetuating falsehoods throughout the workplace. All right, then. You're always invited to email them to mark at kslx.com or neanderpaul at kslx.com. In fact, we got this one from Mark Neanderpaul's listener whose uh, uh, name escapes me right now, but he had mentioned that, you know, if you've gone to Costco, those people that like to hand out... Uh, the samples are yes. notoriously stingy. They're not really very good about it, except for when Super Tramp is working the aisle, because then they just give a little bit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Pumpkin Spice is a stripper who only works the clubs during October and November. Right, yeah. Rest of the year, she's just spice. Yeah. Here's my favorite spice. Canadian golf courses are full of a-holes. 
All right, so check this out. We're doing this thing called uh, Hoagie's Heroes, and I've got a true fact that you won't believe. It was an article or an interview in 1965 when Bob Crane, who you know as Colonel Hogan. Yeah, Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. He was asked by an interviewer, shall we say that if you liked World War II, you'll love Hogan's Heroes? (laughs) Bob Crane said, no, let's not say that. (laughs) Let's not and say we did. Yeah, that might be the last good decision he made in his life. Yeah. Right there. So we're doing this thing. It's sort of a a, a parallel to Hoagie, my dog that we just lost. Hoagie's Heroes is the thing that we're doing this week. That's right. Paul just had to put his dog Hoagie down, so um, sort of in tribute to him. (laughs) Put him down. It's not like I went in and said, you're ugly and you're stupid. (laughs) Yeah, you know what we mean. Right. Um, so, and, and you just adopted another dog this weekend, I which did, we'll, yeah. we'll talk more about. But uh, we have a couple of charities on board with us. Fix, Adopt, Save. They're going to do a spaying or a neutering for you, if you're the correct caller right now, number seven. And the Arizona Animal Welfare League will then take care of some post-surgical stuff like vaccinations and things like that. So it's a good deal. What we're doing is just trying to, uh, you know, pay tribute to Paul's dog and just say, you know, let's keep the population, the unnecessary population of dogs down. All right, so if you're thinking of rescuing or you have a dog that you need to get spayed or neutered, uh, by all means, hit us up right now at 480-470-KSLX. I know, unnecessary was a bad way of putting it. You know what I mean. (laughs) 632. Exterminate them all! 100.7 KSLX. I got out there on Saturday. Oh, did you really? Yes, I did. Oh, boy. I saw the new Halloween movie, which set box office records this weekend. Did it really? It did. By the way, coincidentally, Ray Carruth was released from prison today. Yeah. I'm just saying. I know. It's a coincidence. I know. Um, Be afraid. Be very afraid is all I'm saying. Ray Carruth. uh, Well, actually, I should talk about Michael Myers. Yes, you should. It was amazing. Um, The first movie, if you go back and watch the first movie, it's fun. But it's like, oh, my God, this is so dumb. You know, Uh, it's incredibly stupid. But it's a lot of fun. Of course it is. That's exactly what the one is that I saw on Saturday, the new Halloween movie. It's a lot of fun. But does Jamie Lee Curtis get naked in it? She doesn't. Because I kind of want to see that. I think they actually wrinkled her up a little bit, gave her more wrinkles than she has to make her look a little bit older because her role in the first movie as the innocent teenager is sort of taken by the girl who is her granddaughter in this new movie 40 years later so right. um, but it's it's kind of amazing Michael Myers still roams around the town killing people at will it's the same by the way just for people that don't know all of the sequels that you've seen from Halloween since the first one never happened yeah this is 40 years after the original Halloween movie yeah he he, he kills everybody yet law enforcement doesn't really bother to spread the word doesn't call in any backups no. it's just it's basically the one over the hill cop earnestly but incompetently driving around town trying to figure it out now does he have a does he have a, a revolver on his hip like of a six, he does. Six, six shot revolver he has the oldest possible technology you can have right yes <laughs> yeah yeah the smallest... weaponry and technology there's been so many advances right. in weaponry technology techniques yeah. tactics and yet none of them are utilized in Haddonfield Illinois yeah the smallest municipality in the world, including Haddonfield, Illinois, should have a cop with at least one AR-15 that can that can drop yeah. a guy in 38 yeah. seconds. But no, no, this cop is still fumbling around with his old six-shooter. Yeah. Good for him. A homicidal maniac has uh, has escaped from the sanitarium, but nobody seems all that concerned about it. Halloween still goes on as normal. How does he escape? Uh, the bus crashes. Then when they're transferring him and a dozen other crazy, insane lunatics with, like, two deputies. 
just two deputies, just one in one in each car, or is it just one car? Uh, it's just one bus. Of As course, I yeah. said, they haven't really kept up with the advances in police science. Don't you think that Haddonfield, Illinois, has a, a disproportionate amount of crazy people <laughs> living in it? I mean, I didn't even know there was an <laughs> asylum there. Who knew? Hey, hey buddy, what's your name? Uh, my name is Pat. Hey, you didn't go to see Halloween this weekend, did you? No, I'm not into that stuff. Listen, it's okay to admit you're scared. <laughs> nah, that's cool. I'm kind of old for that stuff. You're never too yeah, old. Yeah, you're never for too old to stuff. be scared. Come you're on. Never now. too old to Come see on. a fun movie that has a few jump scares in it. You know, does it really? Did you actually jump a couple of times? I didn't sure. jump, but you know, there's a couple times where you're kind of wincing, knowing that somebody's going to get a blade through them shortly. Yeah. Right, and by the way, I also learned if you get hit by a vehicle at 50 miles an hour, you're only going to land a couple of feet away. That's, not, that's weird got, because I got hit by a car and, and I, I landed on the sidewalk, which was significantly further away from that, <laughs> and I broke my collarbone. Yeah. It seems like Michael Myers was able to be hit by a car at that speed and just get up. Yeah, he was able to shake it off. Yeah, well, I don't know how many people have been hit by cars that haven't broken bones. That just never happens. Didn't happen to Michael, <laughs> but he's special. Uh, ice cream would go nicely on a day like this. I had ice cream. I told you I had ice cream for dinner last week when I was sick. Yeah, I needed well, a little comfort food. It was great. Well, the Phoenix Police Department was out giving away ice cream this weekend. Uh, were they? They have a new ice cream truck. <laughs> the Phoenix Police Department of got an ice cream truck. Of course they do. Why wouldn't truck. they? Sure. That, they that's went, your tax dollars well yeah. spent right there. They get a couple of sponsors. They go out and they give out uh, ice cream to the kids in the community. Oh, that's kind awesome. A nice oh, idea. That's pretty nice, yeah. yeah. But that means there's going to be a new show. A new, a new cop show, of course. A new Why cop show. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's not chips. No, of course it's not. It's mint chocolate chips. Oh, no. That's right. Yes. Starring Eric Estrada and Larry Wilcox. Plus, with a special guest appearance by Bafo the Clown. <laughs> yes. Two former California motorcycle cops are now driving the Phoenix Police Department's ice cream truck in <laughs> mint chocolate chips. This is terrible. When oh, it comes boy. to what's happening in the hood, these guys know the scoop. Well, you know, if there's anything that is essential to law enforcement, it's ice cream. Right. They're not just controlling traffic with traffic cones. They're filling cones, ladies and gentlemen. It's mint chocolate chips. Yes, yeah, you know, they'll make sure they give you plenty of napkins just in case you get your suspect in a drive by, you can always just blot that out there, too. Yeah. You know how to get say. that you know how to get that chocolate syrup out of a shirt out of a shirt? Easier than blood. Yep. Have an ice cream. Yep, that is an so absolutely stupid. true story. Oh boy. The Phoenix Police Department was giving out ice cream in their ice cream truck this weekend. Well, I think that's uh I think that's a good idea, you know, a little community relations. Exactly. Sure, why not? Get that done. All right. So you had a busy weekend there, didn't you? Yeah, I'm exhausted. <clears throat> Not gonna lie, I'm, yeah, I, I'm I gotta tell you now. Listen, it's it's a wonderful thing you're doing. Uh, you, you just adopted another dog. You, you lost your dog, Hoagie. You just adopted another one. Now you, you're back to two again. But I've never seen a guy get so worked up over this. I mean, you said you actually threw up over the weekend. <clears throat> yeah, multiple times. You didn't eat. Multiple times. I haven't eaten anything since uh, I had uh, some cookies this morning, which is the first thing that I've had to eat since 7 o'clock Friday night. What, are these dogs running amok? Are they going astray? What's going on? No, no. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm so concerned with making sure that they're okay together that I just haven't eaten. 
I just it's not on my schedule of things that I'm doing. I'm when I when I take him out of the crate, <laughs> I can't sit still in one room because he's searching around the house. He's only been in the house for two days, so he's still smelling stuff and trying to get you know trying to associate it with this is his environment now. So he'll try to counter surf, you know, and, and I'm yeah. constantly sort of following him around, following going, around yeah. get off, you know, that kind of thing, trying yeah. to train him, um, <clears throat> and I'm crate training him so that he's you know that I know that he's housebroken, um, and then of course you know the first dog, uh, Lemmy, when he when 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 this dog shows up on Saturday, she's like, hey, wait a minute. It's been five weeks. I've had the house all to myself. She's a little overwhelmed by it. So, you know, now she's the next day. She's up. She's got a ball in her mouth. She's like, hey, what about me? Remember me? I'm the dog. Remember me? I'm the guy that was here first. Yeah, but she didn't forget to eat. What does that say about her brain versus <laughs> yours? Yeah. No, I I, I, uh, I can't figure it out. I've uh, and, and I will share with you, true story, I've lost nine pounds since Friday. Nine. That's that's, a, that's probably not good. Weight, weight loss is okay, but you've got to measure it. You've got to do yeah, it in moderation. I've lost nine yeah, pounds, nine no, man, pounds since Friday. Yes, I, um, I'm really amazed by that. That you would get that worked up over I, it. I, it's. Uh, I am very, very concerned to make sure that I want first and foremost. I want the dog that I have that I've had for years to be happy and okay yeah. with this. Uh, and secondly, you know, I'm taking on the responsibility of another dog. This is a you know, by all accounts, ten plus year commitment. Yeah. So I, you know, that's yeah. I want to make sure that I'm giving him the right home, that he's going to be all right, everything is going to be, you know, that these dogs are going to live harmoniously. Yeah, it's it's a lot of stress for me because I haven't, you know, you never, I don't have anything. You never could have had kids. You'd starve to death. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you would. Yeah. No, it's it's. Uh, I mean, that's a. It's it really is a, a strange, stressful thing. Uh, I've used the word off and no more in sure. the past forty eight hours than and than ever before. He's a great dog, um, and and uh, what he needed was a good human. Uh, you know, he's a like yeah. a two-year-old yeah. German Shepherd that That's hasn't all most had of them any, need. Yeah, hadn't yeah. had any real, real yeah. training. So, you know, he's already spayed and neutered because the rescue took care of that. Now I'm going to pay for that uh, in the end when I adopt the dog. You know, there'll be some adoption fees and stuff like that. I'll take care of the spaying and neutering and all the medical stuff that he's had to go through. But he's he's a good dog, and I'm glad he's in my house. All right, that's. A I'm nice glad th- he's in the crate in my house right now. A- I didn't really pay attention to much over this weekend because I was busy trying to acclimate a new dog into my house. I haven't. I didn't watch football. I didn't do much of anything. So I missed out on the stupidity that permeates America. Oh. Thankfully, Mark is here, and he's been yeah. doing investigative reporting in between getting his ass scared, seeing Halloween. He has your Mark and Neanderthal <laughs> dumbass of the day. All right, and you can see all about this at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. We are heading to the teeming metropolis of Brown Deer, Wisconsin. Oh, boy. You know, remember, Frank Sinatra sang about this town. If you can make it there, you, you can, can make yep, it anywhere. Yep, yep. The teeming Brown. metropolis of 11,000. I drank green beer in Brown Deer. Brown Deer. Yep. It may sound small, but Brown Deer does have its own police force. I'm sure it does. And I bet he's better armed than the cop in Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> better trained anyway. Sure. Uh, and its own Walmart. No! Yes, and these two came together. What are you, big time in me? This past Wednesday morning. It, it was about 2 o'clock in the morning. Nothing good happens at 2 a.m. When a 911 call came into the Brown Deer police. But then the call hung up. Oh, no. Well, that, of course, they need to investigate yeah, that Yeah, they stuff, do that. Right? They actually show up at the yeah, house and stuff absolutely. like that if you do a 911 call. Yeah, because it's even scarier when it's just a hang-up. Right, sure. Um, the and, call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. And really, you know, what else is there to do at 2 a.m. in Brown, Brown Deer, Wisconsin, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Piggly Wiggly's closed. cop was probably glad for the excitement. Sure. Uh, after getting to the Walmart, it was determined that a 27-year-old female employee was the one who dialed 911. Just a butt dial, though. Oh. Right. No well, biggie. Have, well, no what's, problem. What's her butt look like? Yeah. Uh, well, 
well, it's, I don't know what it looks like, but it can work. It works. It can pointy, dial a phone. Pointy enough to dial a phone, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Um, so no problem there, except when the police officer ran her name and found she had an outstanding warrant <laughs> and was arrested on site. So unlucky person ever. Yeah, yeah, she nice basically job. called 911 on herself. on herself. Beautiful. And that is how you become the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Literally. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. <laughs> Mark and Neanderthal. This weekend on Saturday, uh-huh. I stopped and, by the cinema. Oh, did you really? Was it the cheap cinema? No, no. No, no, because it's a brand new movie. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't get that second run now. You actually have to pay full price. Oh, my God. The, Chan- the horror. The terror. The Chandler Theaters were showing it every half hour. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It, it it didn't break the biggest, you know, it's not the biggest box office movie of all time, but I think for a horror movie debut. 77 million or something like that. Biggest weekend ever. And That's good, pretty big. You know, biggest what? October weekend ever, yeah. Good for Jamie Lee Curtis. She and John Carpenter, who did the original, were the two producers on the movie. So, and they did the original. That's big money. They did the original on the cheap. Keep in mind, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't. I, I, she wasn't a household name nope, when that came not out. At all. This was this was a low budget slasher movie before there was such a genre. This yeah. was the one that sort of created it. This and Friday the Thirteenth. And do not go there expecting something that's believable or makes any sense at all. No, it's neither of those it's things. Two hours of an escape. You're escaping yeah. from reality. That's what you're supposed to do. The only bad thing about it. She doesn't get naked. Uh, well, there's that. But also the uh, the one kid, one teenager who's really a jerk doesn't get killed. Oh, in, the, in the original. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler. People get killed. Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, I, I, no, what I meant was no. the one the one guy that you want to die doesn't. Uh, well, I won't there's say, one in every movie. I won't say who it is, though. So you'll have to guess. Okay, yeah. In my mind, anyway. Yeah, there's one in every movie. Like, you know, like when you're watching, uh, I forget what movie it was. I think it was like Predator. And you're like, good. I'm glad that guy yeah, got exactly. it. You know what I mean? He's a whiner. Yeah, that guy yeah. deserved to go. But, you know, let's face it. Michael Myers, I did the math. He would be 61 at this point. Right. All the hacking and slashing, the guy's rotator cuff must be a mess. Right. And, and, and let's face it. Even in, what what is it, Indiana? What's the town again? It is, oh, God, Haddonfield, Hadden, Illinois. Even in Haddonfield, Illinois, it would be easy to track down a 61-year-old serial killer with shoulder problems. <laughs> All you have to do is hit the Walgreens and figure out where he's getting his prescription for arthritis medicine filled. Right. It wouldn't be tough um, at all. Myers? Myers? Yeah. He's a, little, he's a little tougher than the normal guy. He can put up with having a couple of his fingers shot off, uh, getting shot in the shoulder, getting run down by a car at about 50 miles an hour. At 61! Yeah, he survived all those things in the movies. And I'm not telling you anything you don't expect. You, you know, know what's happening. You know how he does that, don't you? How? Just good, clean living. <laughs> church, church on Sunday. Every Sunday. Yes. Small town, good, clean living. Middle yeah. America. I saw that. Let's face it. A guy at age 61 should only be battling prostate problems. <laughs> As opposed to a bunch of teenagers. Now, you want to talk about horror. Yeah, exactly. The person that has to clean the toilet after that. Yeah, I would, uh, listen, it's it's worth a look. If you're into that kind of thing, you'll enjoy the hell out of it. Uh, if you're a person who needs to dissect the movie to see right. if it makes sense, don't bother, because you'll drive yourself I, insane. Are you saying Siskel and Ebert wouldn't have enjoyed this movie? <laughs> it's like, in the 40 years since there was a serial killer in town, they haven't upgraded the police force right. one iota. Well, what are the odds it's going to happen twice in 40 years? Pretty good if the first one made a lot of money. A lot more, yeah. more, a lot more consistent than you thought it would be. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. 
Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.